Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So excited to have Inka Winter here talking today about foreplay films. Yeah, this is exciting. Uh, an independent, all-female production company that uh, really has a mission to create holistic pornography. We're going to talk more about this, what she does, and of course, how you can all get involved. And it's foreplay films.com that's f-o-r i'm sorry f-o-r-p-l-a-y-f-i-l-m-s.com welcome to the show today how are you good thank you hi pleasure to have you here excited to have you back on the show and we're going to talk today uh you as a sex counselor educator director of films and so much so let me have you start by just uh telling us a little bit about uh your company for play films yeah, so we make ethical feminist porn for women by women. And so I think there's like a few different elements that are important about that. I think, first of all, it's like what we're showing is mm-hmm. real female pleasure. It's things that women actually enjoy. Then we show it in a beautiful, like well-lit and sort of erotic, sensual way. And then it's also like the ethical part is just how we work with talent, how we also work with through and with each other. There's always communication. There are boundaries, like everybody is heard. So it's just like a different feeling altogether. Mm, Beautiful. Well, let me get started off by finding out more about you. How did you get involved in this? Tell us how you grew up and how did you get into this field? Well, how I grew up is a very separate, very long story because I did grow up in a cult in Austria. So, wow, <laughs> story for a different day. Okay, sounds good. Wow. Okay, a lot to you. Go ahead. But yeah, like there's there's stuff happening there. But um, basically, I got into this because I myself lost my libido after like a traumatic event, and I was looking for things to do, and I just couldn't find anything, and trying to watch like mainstream porn was just very much of a turnoff for me. And so I was just wondering like, why isn't anybody doing this for women? You know, we are sexual creatures too, like 50% of the planet are women, you know? And long story short, that's really what got me into it is sort of my own like need for it and the not finding the thing that's available. So yeah, beautiful. And you started this back and was it 2017? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. All right. So tell us about how you're bringing ethics, art, inclusivity and arousal all in alignment uh, through porn. Can you share a little bit about this with our listeners and viewers today? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess like, yeah, we can start with inclusivity because obviously it starts at sort of like, who do you work with? What talent do you have when portraying your films? And I guess for me, it's just really like anybody, you know, like there shouldn't be sort of a restriction of like sort of a mainstream standard beauty or, you know, race or body type and all of that. So for me, like inclusivity is like who we portray is the first step to that. Um, it also for me it's also about the inclusivity of sexuality so I do most of it is sort of like heterosexual films but there's a lot of sort of like bi elements or queer elements and I even do have a gay scene so I just want to be inclusive of sexuality in general Um, and then when I work with talent it's a very collaborative process so I try to find out from them what are they into what do they want to film 
if it's anything specific sexually or if it's just like a mood or a style if they want to do like something 1920s or just it's a little bit of a like create your own fantasy type vibe for the talent Mm -hmm. yeah because i feel like i feel like you know the more they enjoy every aspect of it they more their pleasure is also going to be visible and you know enjoyable on screen and then you know we focus that that the talent um, already knows each other or has chemistry with each other or wants to work with each other mm-hmm. so that there's like authentic chemistry. So Do it's all about chemistry, connection, intimacy, and autonomy in the sense of they get to say what they want to do and what they don't want to do, and there's no sort of discussion about that. Beautiful. Well, what else do you want your listeners to know about you? I mean, we kind of dove into uh, why you got into this, uh, you know, again, about not having something out there for women uh, that we really want to watch or be a part of. Why is it dominating the male industry? Yeah, so that's beautiful. And what else would you like them to know about you? And uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, ethical feminist pornography, collaborative approach with talent, and working as a sex counselor as well on top of it. So there's a lot to get to. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess like sort of starting from the beginning, because I was doing this in order to provide something that's, let's say, almost therapeutic, not just for women, but also for couples. Um, so, you know, if there's something that you're lacking and you want to do this with a partner, because, you know, why not? Um, so I came from this with this therapeutic approach. And at the same time, um, I was getting certified as a sex educator and counselor. So I feel like I kind of like merged those two aspects of of my life into one sort of holistic pornography where I find sort of the the intentionality and why do people have sex and what do they want to get out of sex and what hindrances could there be of people enjoying sex. So all of these things that I do when I counsel people, I take that into my films as well. Um, And I've, you know, had done a film where somebody addressed their body issues and sort of that led into a scene. So I'm trying to to combine even like I have um, mindfulness masturbations that I filmed. So the whole I mean, like mindfulness is a big thing that I do when I work with people in sexuality, because, you know, mindfulness is all about focusing on sensation um noticing sort of the 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 chatter in your mind like all of the things that distract you all of the negative voices that talk to you all of the body shaming that you do to yourself you know so i i do that i work with people but i also have that i have scenes that include that and that show that beautiful well thank you for being here again for joining us and if you are just tuning in let's remind everyone how we could reach you tell us your contact information yeah so the website is foreplayfilms.com and i also have the counseling website that's incawinter.com and i am working on launching a website for sex toys as well so awesome that will come soon oh my goodness so let me ask you this what inspired you to get into the sex educational field and to help others what what drew you yeah. to that yeah i think you know to be honest i think my 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 instinct was just to want to be in in sort of a counseling position and this kind of goes back to my childhood and growing up as a cold in a cult and and sort of having growing up 
in a cold, there's a lot of trauma, okay, as yeah. we, you know, assume. Mm -hmm. And so I've spent a lot of my life dealing with that and overcoming things and finding methods to, you know, kind of um, work past that and be a more sort of happy, content and stable person, you know, in my life. And I just felt that I wanted to share that with people. And so that's sort of what 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 get me into this um, counseling trajectory. And then obviously, like me doing the, the films and then, you know, being interested in sex and relationships, combining those two things and really focusing and like, you know, specializing in this area just made sense. Amazing. Well, thank you for being here, for joining us. And by the way, uh, you're based out of where specifically? Los Angeles. But you work with people all over, right, when it comes to the counseling? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the beautiful thing about, you know, really, I guess, past COVID where we all went online and now we just do things online. So, you know, wherever you are. Yeah. Zoom is there for us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Great. And let's talk more about uh, the, the films in general, if you don't mind. Tell me some of the names of them. How many do you have already in production? How many are you producing? Yeah. So, so the scenes that I create are short films, mm -hmm. which means they're sort of like a a storyline that leads us to the sex because sex out of context sort of as a female viewer just doesn't really make sense. There needs to be a reason. Why yeah. is the sex happening? You know, the pizza man is not enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, that was a good one. Yep. <laughs> and so, so all of my films are kind of short films that have like a little bit of an intro and then they, you know, lead to sex somehow. And I think I have about 40 on the website now. Um, and I guess there's like a really a variety of just sort of things that are really focusing on beauty and sort of more like um, like a there's not necessarily a storyline, but there could just be sort of like a beautiful entrance and there's like a beautiful scene and it's just central. And then there's little storylines that have a murder mystery dinner party porn. So, you know, cool. Because I like period films and all of those things. Um, I did one film where we took the, the 36 questions to fall in love. I don't know if you heard of them, but they're sort of these, these they're just questions to ask each other on a date that sort of basically start a conversation in a way and go deeper into like telling about yourself. So we started with those and we just filmed this sort of like, you know, blind date and we had them ask these questions to each other and it was just really amazing because they just answered for real like nothing was scripted nothing was sort of like made up they just answered the really deep personal like experiences like including about their parents and whatnot and you know anyway so they're sitting at the fire they're asking each other these questions and you know one thing leads to another their sex <laughs> awesome well let me ask you this okay so we go to the website can we actually watch the films there or how do we purchase them is can you share yeah. that process how that works yeah so so right now like there's just clips and trailers um on um before there's a payment wall so you have to uh, pay 9.99 per month but you can cancel anytime um and obviously i think one of the big things about sort of um, ethical porn is like pay for your porn because that way you make sure that everybody involved is sort of being treated ethically and fairly 
Um, so stay away from free porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not to mention the websites that we all heard of probably and know of. Okay. This is yeah. great. This is great. Now, also, let me, do you work with the same cast of crew and actors a lot? Are you guys, you know, the directors, producers, the editors? Do you have, like, a team yeah. in place? Yeah, I definitely have a team in place where I have like just a, a couple of cinematographers that I use all the time and the, a couple of editors. And again, like, you know, we try to do like mainly like women or like people who identify as women. Um, also, obviously, like people of color, we just try to have like a diverse crew and um, talent, obviously, equally like it's all about diversity. And there's definitely sort of like a core a group of people but i obviously try to um find new people you know get also diversity and sort of like just new people um so there's just really a really great industry in la um and i think like a lot of i don't know what people's idea is of the porn industry but all i can tell you is like the people and the performers are really like down to earth like great people like normal people and it's, not yeah normal. normal people and it's very like familiar like i feel like it's sort of like this this big family so the industry like everybody knows each other like you form relationships it's 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 a small industry so it's very much that when I come to set and I hang out with people, it's like, oh, like, so glad to see each other again. And we're sort of like chatting and we're catching up and we're just sort of like, like connecting also on a personal level, you know, so I think that's important. Too. And it makes it comfortable, of sure, for everyone. Now, let me ask yeah. you this. How did you start, you know, from transition from sex counselor to directing? How did this all come about? Yeah, you know, it's actually the other way around. I started with the directing. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so my 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 history or my 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 background is I'm a costume designer. Oh. So I was already working in film. Oh, see, this is what I want to find out. You said it was too long yeah. of a story, but yeah, catch well, me up from there. Catch me up from yeah, there. Yeah, tell yeah. me, tell me. Yeah. So basically, I was a costume designer and. Um, on set and starting to have this idea about making films and so being on set seeing how filming works like especially the production aspect like what are the things that you need to be you know it's not directing is like one thing but you know there's a wardrobe and there's a location and there's like props and you know you also want to feed your crew and whatnot so there's like really so much going into it so working in film i feel like i just had a really good idea of what that is And so transitioning to directing was kind of more like, so I had this idea of making these films and I had somebody who was a cinematographer, a female cinematographer and director, and I was going to have her do it. But then when it came to the day off, she wasn't available and we found another cinematographer and I'm like, well, who's going to direct it? And she's like, you. And I was like, okay. So I really just kind of fell into the directing. I wasn't even planning on doing that for my own films. Mm-hmm. But then I did. Yay. <laughs> Congratulations. And Thank how you. many have you done so far? Yeah, I think it's like a little bit over 40. And then I also do direct for bigger companies like Last Cinema and Dorcel. So I make feature length films for them. And I also just did like this collaboration with this other company called Shush.com. Like we did like our own sort of like independent feature film together. Um, awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Well, what other aspect of your work do you think is important for our viewers and listeners to to know? 
Um, I mean, I guess I could talk a little bit about sort of the the sex toys that I'm sort of launching. Yes, what's going on with this? This is exciting. Come on, meeting, right? Because we I mean, used to be back in the day, you would go to the local sex shop to get a sex toy. Now it's yeah. abundant. You can go to Amazon, but does Amazon yeah. really know you? No, we gotta. Yeah, t- talk to me about yeah, yeah. The, the types yeah, of products and, think- and toys that we're. Yeah, so so what I wanted to do is I wanted to do something that is sort of like um, more like a beginner, like basics, you know, like I didn't want to get the, I mean, there's so many toys out there and so many variations and, you know, like where, like, where do you start and where does it end, right? So I wanted to find some really like, like good, solid toys that just really work well and also describe them much better than other websites because you know other websites they're like oh achieve the big O or just some like random stuff where like I don't know what that means for me is this gonna work for me I don't know Mm -hmm. so basically I got all these samples and I distributed amongst friends and had them all tested Mm -hmm. and reviewed and then based on my friends' reviews and commentary, we selected the ones that are sort of the best and the most sort of like reliable and efficient and just made the selection of, you know, like a few rabbit toys, a few bullet vibes, um, a few wands, just sort of like the, the, the core selection of, you know, if you need something that's just working that you can use by yourself or for partnered sex, you will find all the things there and they're reliable and they're tested and we'll tell you if we think they're good for you. Like for example, some women come really easy, some don't, some mm-hmm. need a lot of stimulation, some don't want a lot of stimulation. So how do you know that about a toy unless somebody tried it out and is telling you? Mm-hmm. And that's what we're gonna do. That makes it awesome, wow. That's yeah. the real true testimony of someone who used it to talk. You're right. You're right. Because you don't know what you're getting when you're ordering from these websites. And it's exactly. like, wait, what? Uh-huh. Exactly. Oh and there's God. nothing worse than like spending a bunch of money on a toy. And then you're kind of like, oh, that didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. You're right. So what do you have the name of the company already? Uh, yeah, we're just going to call it like the, the it's going to be four played toy store. What is and it? For? Oh, okay. Foreplaytoystore.com. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. And how did you come up with the name for the company, for the film company? Foreplay Films. Okay. How, how did I yeah. come up with yeah. it? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was like this whole like long brainstorming. And I feel like I've done this like a couple of times because I used to have a clothing line. So it's like, you know, it's always like, how do you come up with a name? So I feel like. I start with a dictionary and I start here and there and I Google words and synonyms and then I send like a bunch of lists to friends and then I'm like, you know, select which one you like. And foreplay films obviously is sort of really cute, the wordplay, because foreplay as in foreplay, but then without the E, it sort of has this pun of like foreplay play and anyway so that's kind of I love it I love it now okay for those out there who may be new to the business of ethical porn let's describe it uh you know compare the two regular porn is mostly what we know grew up on and Mm -hmm. share some of the major differences yeah 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 I think there's like there's sort of like these categories where you see like so there's mainstream porn And then I think there's something that is a little bit more female friendly, which you see it's still sort of like it's not shot that great, but it's a little bit I think it has a romance component, I would call that female friendly. 
And then ethical porn is really about how the porn is made and how are the people treated that are in it and on set. So to be honest, even mainstream porn can be ethical, right? Like it's, it's not a contradiction necessarily. And then for me, I feel like so feminist porn for me means that I go beyond the sort of female friendly and make it a little bit romantic. But I'm really like, okay, what do women want to see? What do women enjoy? And obviously, that's a range of things. Yeah. Like, I have some BDSM. Women are into BDSM. Like, rough sex is totally a thing. But it has to be consensual and asked for. Yeah. And that's what the difference, you know. Like, there's consensual non-consent. But you have to make it clear that the woman is the one enjoying it and it's not for the pleasure of the guy. Yeah. And so I think that's like sort of the where for me personally, feminist like means I think for other people, feminism means different things. That's what it means for me is putting the, the female front and center and her pleasure and whatever that means for her. Got it. Now, what are some of the obstacles that you've had to overcome to get here? I mean, I think it's always money, you know, yeah. like money That's is the... A, I, know, I wish I was independently wealthy and yeah. then everyone says, no, it's yeah. a curse. And I'm like, how could it no. be a curse? I'm like, you could do so much amazing, so many amazing things. I don't know. I, know. I guess I don't know because you don't have it, right? So who grass is always greener maybe, well, but okay. No, but what I always say is like, I would be doing exactly what I was doing if I was independently wealthy. I could just do it on a different scale and with more ease, but I would still be doing the same thing. I would be doing nothing else. I would just be able to finance it myself mm -hmm. for my own money. And this way it's just like a little bit more complicated. And, you know, obviously we're relying on press and people finding us so that we can have subscribers you yeah. know because that's the only way the thing you know you got to have some money coming in to spend it so i was going to say how do you get a budget so how do you fund your films it's really mainly from you know subscriptions and then i think also like i feel like i feel very blessed of having friends that are just really efficient so i think i can just i have a smaller crew I do a lot of the things myself, so I just also fund them by being the one doing all the work. Um, I have talent, you know, now in these days with like OnlyFans, talent monetize their own content. So I can do some collaborations with talent as well. Ah. So instead of like giving them a rate, I can give them the film and they monetize it themselves on OnlyFans, which is just sort of like a new way of doing things yeah. and a lot of talent make more money with their OnlyFans than they do in other ways. So having content for that is something that they need. And obviously what I make is very high end. So it's just very interesting for people to have something where I come in and I produce it. I pay for the stuff. I make it look pretty and then they can monetize it. So that's that's another way of doing it. Ah, so there's like a barter system going on, right? Because this, 100%. they're not, they, talent's not in a, in a union, are they? There is something called like a, a performer's guild, but it's not the way that the guild is for, for regular films. Like SAG, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's really, I mean, I think in, in the in the talent word, world, you, ha you have people that have agents, they can obviously have the agent sort of negotiate for them and do stuff. And then a lot of people don't like working with agents because it's its own problem. So like independent booking is like the other way that people do it. But then today, like in this in this world, there are people that are just content creators. They mm -hmm. don't actually um, show up to set on like a studio set and get paid at all because they don't want to deal with that stuff. So they just make dates with like other talent, film themselves, 
and then post it. So that's sort of the content creation world. Got it. So, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, thank you so much. Pleasure getting to know you today yeah. and learning about you and your field. And for those uh, viewers out there and listeners that want to get involved to contact you, can you share again all forms of contact? And by the way, do yeah. you also have any social media pages as yeah, well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're like on social media across all platforms at Foreplay Films. I also have an Instagram at Inca.Winter. The website is foreplayfilms.com. And for my, for my counseling, it's IncaWinter.com. Perfect. Um, and I guess that's pretty much it. Beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Pleasure getting to know you and all you do. And again, uh, when are we talking about this launch of the uh, product website? Do we have any a timeline for that? Hopefully soon. I'm also relaunching like foreplayfilms.com actually to have a little bit more descriptions and like we'll have more um, like blog stuff. And uh, what I kind of didn't talk about actually is the sex education that we do. We have sex, sex education films on the website. Oh, wow. We could. Well, that's yeah. perfect. Give us content for next time when we speak. We're going to yeah. speak again, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know yet. We'll find oh, out. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. If not, pleasure getting to know you, yeah. to meet you, and looking forward to speaking with you again, okay? We'll connect. You. you have a great day. Thank you. And to all of our listeners, stay tuned. More of the show is on the way. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I liked things to always be the same. Anything new or different would scare and upset me. I was very sensitive to lights and sounds. It was almost like I had bigger eyes and ears than everyone else. So I built secret hiding places where nothing could get in. I didn't like looking people in the eye. It made me feel uncomfortable. I'd throw big tantrums over little things like when my socks didn't match. Sometimes I'd do the same things over and over until one day I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council.